whatever comes up and it might be a trauma and it might be your humanness but it might also be spirit and it might also be your body telling you what you're what you need like listen to that thing and it's not so much that you always have to follow what that says in a particular moment but listen because it's true so even if your body is like i don't want to do that because of some trauma in my past acknowledge that and be okay with it now you might still have to make take some actions that go against it but like let yourself know that you hear it because that's your own truth and there's literally no one else in the world that can tell you what that truth is Welcome to the Life is a Healing Journey podcast by yours truly, Anushka, with a C. This podcast explores how you can create a true healthy lifestyle and live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance by healing and balancing your mind, body, spirit. If you are someone that's been dealing with disharmony in any area of your life and you are committed to seeking harmony this podcast is for you let's start healing on today's podcast we have the one and only cat black who's a midwest born badass that i had the pleasure of meeting back in 2015 when I started going through all the personal transformation work, and I truly consider this beautiful woman a friend for life. She was raised with a new age thought process and love for the exploration of life. Kat is truly one of the most adventurous gals that I've personally ever met. And of course, being a fellow Aquarian, that makes sense. <laughs> right? uh, she lived in California for about 11 years, and that was all through her 20s, which I thought that was like even in, into 30s but was it early 30s yeah. yeah early 30s and that's when we met was well your late 20s is when we met and has recently moved to look at a beautiful view which you're going to talk about but to Columbia by way of Texas where she actually was in Texas I believe for a couple of years right <laughs> my time flies my gosh and Kat has indulged in a variety of careers, including being a hairstylist, real estate agent, and so many, so many more, and has definitely created so much. I remember you did the whole, the keratin products for a while, and always open to exploring new ideas. I, I love that about you, that you're always like, your brain is just like spinning. And she's currently a business owner and a human relationships or human relations coordinator of the tax and wealth strategy firm. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> wow. Thank you. You truly hold a special place in my heart. And I will share this with everyone because I've said this story before that there was some, a, a friend of mine that shaved my head after radiation. When I was going to debate shaving it or not, I knew that she would be the one. And she said, I will shave my head with you. So I shaved her head. And then we went live and shaved mine on Facebook. That was one of the most beautiful moments of my life. Everyone saw me bald before I did. <laughs> <laughs> and being the amazing hairstylist she is, Kat also was the one who did my wig, hairdo for my wedding. And the one that took it off during my wedding, which I get so teary-eyed thinking about it. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have you on Life is a Healing Journey podcast. Fill in, please, anything that I missed, introduce yourself. And I'm like, already tears. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that was a beautiful introduction. Thank you. And yes, like it's interesting how we met in self-development, which that particular program that we went through was so bonding for the group that we were. And then uh, I just feel like being able to be a part of your journey through the process of cancer and healing that. And um, you were such a force through all of that, that it was just like, honestly, I mean, I know this sounds very cheesy, but an honor to be your friend through that process and watch your strength as you moved through that. And uh, 
like selfishly had always kind of wanted to shave my head. So like part <laughs> of it's a little like <laughs> Hey, it worked out that right. <laughs> but like it was perfect and it was such a bonding experience and um yeah like it's it's interesting how those moments like I feel bonded to you for like lifetimes now like oh my gosh totally totally. and I feel (laughs) like we just are soul mates or soul sisters for sure because even when I first met you I just I felt like I already knew you um yes. I'm sure we've known each other in past lives <laughs> past lives and many more moving forward I'm absolutely, sure <laughs> absolutely agreed so what was the one and some have many some have more than one but what is the, what the one incident that really woke you up from that autopilot life if there is one. I keep thinking about this over and over and I thought about it several times since you sent me that question um the hiccup I had was autopilot because I don't know that autopilot something that I super relate to okay. as far as like, I always have wanted change and to do new things and to move forward. But what I will say, and maybe this is what you mean by autopilot. You can just tell me if it is. There are like three instances that popped up around like when I was just headed in a direction that was not the right direction Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the universe god whatever um entity people like to um refer to like stepped in and had something to say um i would say the first time i mean there's many 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 (laughs) many times of that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the three that stood out the first time was uh when I was 19 and I I'm sorry mother if you watch this uh, I was dating a drug dealer <laughs> mm. in Tulsa Oklahoma and he had asked me to drop off some drugs when he got off work and I am very much like loyal to the people that I like love like I'll do anything for you I am the ride or die type. Now I'm a little bit more discerning about like, where are we going? Why do we have to die? Like I have more questions now. <laughs> Not um, just it going exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is totally fine. Um, but as a young, naive 19 year old, um, I was like, yeah, for sure. Got off work, went to get on a highway and, and got hit by a drunk driver. Oh, and I was so lucky for a number of reasons one I never wore my seatbelt and I decided to wear my seatbelt that night don't know why yeah um do what goosebumps like just you saying that it's like that's crazy it was magic it was one of those moments you know and I've worn my seatbelt pretty much ever since (laughs) um wear my seatbelt uh the car that I was in it did not like I had no injuries except for a slight cut over my eye. Wow. Um, I was a little sore, but the EMTs showed up and they were like, We thought you weren't alive. We saw your car and we thought you weren't alive because of the state of my car. I walked away from it. Um, and the fact that I wasn't knocked out, I was able to get said things <laughs> together. Because imagine the cops had showed up and like all of that stuff was in my car. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. And they would have been looking for my insurance or like my ID or anything like that. And they would have found it. So it was a huge, huge wake up call for me. Um, And one of those moments where, I mean, when you're young, you just don't have the capacity to understand Um you don't have the capacity to understand how much that can impact your future. And so invincible. (laughs) Invincible. Yeah. I mean, isn't there a, isn't there, don't your brains like not fully developed till you're what? 27, 25, I think, but yeah, maybe seven, but I had heard 25. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that was a huge one. Um, that's huge. I didn't even know the story. That's crazy. Yeah, not one I share all the time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, and I was just so lucky to not only have lived, not have any injuries. I might have had a concussion, but I was okay. And not only that, like be able to like be like, hey, <laughs> this doesn't work for me. Like I and I'm not the kind of person that would have sold him out. You know, they they make deals and all that jazz. And I'm like, oh shit, I'd be fucked because I'd be like, I couldn't do that. And so it was like one of those moments when I realized, oh, my future matters. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's definitely a wake up call. Yeah. So autopilot is more of just like a wake up call because you might be going like in a certain way where it's just automatic. Right. You don't think much about it. Fine. Yeah. And then boom, something wakes you up. It's like, yeah. Awakening in a sense. So yeah, that's totally one. Yes. God, a big one. (laughs) A big one. (laughs) A lot of those in my life. My brother-in-law was like, you're like the luckiest person I know. And I'm like, (laughs) we're the dumbest. We don't know. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So that was a really big one. And it was just a moment where. I can appreciate that I love people so strongly (laughs) and, and, you know, there's certain things, I mean, there are rules in society that I don't always necessarily agree with. And I'm with you on that. We live in this society and therefore agree to the rules. So (laughs) there might be repercussions. So but the the big wake up call to you is just also boundaries. I think that that's probably the theme in the next mm. few things that pop up are boundaries for myself. Um, the next one, which it's interesting because these, uh, the last one you'll know more about, but the first two I've realized aren't stories that I've shared with a lot of people. Mm. Um, and the people that I have shared it with are like, huh? you I can't even I can't even imagine (laughs) like that happening or you putting yourself in that position or situation and um the second one was when I was 20 I want to say I was 23 and I was in a relationship that was not healthy in the slightest um progressively got worse it was a very um narcissistic and I don't use that word lightly because I think that it's an overused word we all have narcissistic tendencies um and I think it's easy to blame the other person being a narcissist when a relationship doesn't turn out the way that you ultimately want it to um well put yeah (laughs) yeah it's thrown around a lot that word is dev like we were Ashka and I were just talking about how much is thrown around Right. Yeah. And it's, I I think it's hard because I think innately as human beings, we're all selfish. And I think we all are going to do the things that are best for us. And like, we try our best. Although that's self-care, which I really advocate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And there's a strong difference between, I don't even know, and maybe you could help me dissect this because I haven't really fully looked at it yet, but there's a difference between someone who is self, what do you say? Have self-care? Self-care, yeah. Self-care. And maybe they don't know how to communicate well, <laughs> especially with their partner. Mm-hmm. And so they just do things that occur to the other person as like, you did that on purpose or you had no like care. No consideration physical. of the other person. Yeah. Exactly. Versus like then there are true blue narcissists, which I guess there's several different versions, which I listened to a podcast once and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like and different I, levels or just different versions? Different uh, yes, like, like levels and yeah. versions. Like so uh, I can't even fully remember, but I remember being like, what data that I did that. If I dated that. <laughs> <laughs> And I've also, there were a lot of aspects that I can see in myself too. So it's like interesting to like, I don't think I'm a narcissist as a whole, but again, like, I think we all should acknowledge we have narcissistic tendencies. This person was 
true blue and I was naive enough to not know or understand what that looked like um and I found myself in a emotionally and physically abusive relationship and it's it's so interesting and it's the more I've talked about this the more I've actually become more boldened to share the story because if you know me now I'm a fairly strong personality I do what I want and like I know what I like and what I don't like and like I'm willing to follow that but what's interesting about this is that I don't know that I've ever not considered myself to be a confident human it's simply that it's almost that sometimes I feel too logical and so whenever they would say something and you'd be they'd be like oh that didn't happen you'd be like huh okay let me think about this objectively and did that not actually happen am i making up stories am i making up like because of based on my own perceptions and my own whatever and like okay it is possible i was not there i don't know what actually happened maybe i am you know making shit up because of my past or people that I've dated before or whatever I was not <laughs> yes FYI. but it is an interesting place to be particularly when you're young yeah and you're not well because that's one of the biggest things with a narcissist is they are very good at manipulating <laughs> they're very good and they you know what the the thing I think about it that is that makes them so good they believe it yeah yeah they, when they speak, it's not that they think they're lying to you. No, they truly believe it's that's how it went. I they trust me. Truly I've believe it. done that, and I'm just like, how? I wish I recorded this. <laughs> you know, I'm like right. we'll record next time. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. how do you just forget that? Like, or change the story in your mind? Yeah, yeah. And they're so convincing that at if you're not really solid in who you are you like you start to doubt yourself yeah. you start to doubt that little bit of intuition especially if you're a young woman you start to doubt well am I right am I just being an emotional woman like oh that's why I have such a I have such a thing around women women being emotional yes I I'm coming to like my terms with it like we do have hormonal shifts that maybe general generally speaking men don't have but you're like, like estrogen I'm literally on estrogen right now and I keep telling Ashley I'm like just just be cautious I may even <laughs> I might be either catty or just like waterfalls I don't know <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> so far so good <laughs> yeah hormones are a whole other topic <laughs> yeah um sorry I thought I turned everything off on my computer um but anyways we our relationship progressed way further than it ever should have yeah. um again boundaries right and uh without going into too much detail it became physical and there was a day that I woke up and when I say woke up I mean like awakening I had an awakening because I had a bloody lip and I remember touching my bloody lip and I remember being like I'm sorry what is happening? How did I get here? Like, this is absurd. Like it remember, I remember that being like this moment of like almost stepping outside of the situation and who I was. And all of a sudden it was like my best friend looking at me being like, I do not understand how this is happening and how you're dealing with it. And it only became physical and again the only reason I'm speaking to this is because I think this just happens a lot more than people are willing to talk about and and I and it progresses like because I've been in that situation my very well let's say first that the first guy that I probably like really fully fell in love with like the puppy love right the reason that I had so much anger and resentment that pretty much I believe the tumor (laughs) was created all forgiveness is an end it really was like went from being sweet and little things like it was first emotional abuse and then it's like oh you forgive and a little bit worse and then a little bit worse it's almost like the universe or god or whoever being like 
get the f out of this like what are you doing and yeah. you just are so brainwashed yeah. and young like you said right You're young yeah well and if you've since you've dated narcissists you know this if they'll push you to your limit the second you break then they'll do everything right to get you everything that charm, right. that charm oh my man. yeah the charm and charisma mm-hmm. um but yeah but he didn't escalate to physical until he until he was unable to mentally manipulate me and then that's when it got physical and it happened twice one of those times again I was very lucky I'm alive and this uh, this is a little bit graphic but basically he yanked my back in the opposite way and it it cracked from like my neck all the way down to my tailbone, knocked the breath out of me. And I was obviously crying and like, oh my gosh, and like wouldn't let him touch me. And he he was crying. And he's like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought I I thought I killed you. And it wasn't until I was out of the relationship that I realized um that wasn't because he was actually sad that he might have killed me. He was sad that he might have gotten in trouble. Mm. And it's like, now some people might hear that and feel differently about what I just said. I promise you, if you had been in that whole relationship, you would recognize a lot of those things looking back. Um, so that was just a huge moment for me where I was like, what? an awakening <laughs> i had a very very strong awakening now well also these- someone like that is almost like they would rather see you die than have someone else be with you too and that's why that's he fought me. Fucked up it is. yeah yep because um not to go too much into the story but we were in an open relationship mm. which basically meant he wanted to do whatever he wanted to do <laughs> And God forbid I thought a guy was good looking. Like it. That's definitely not an open. It's like a one-sided <laughs> open relationship. Thank you. Yes. Um, all that to say, like that relationship, I it was sorry, but um yeah, that's not a virtual background, by the way, people. <laughs> <laughs> um I appreciate so much about that relationship. Somebody asked me one time, they're like, well, why did you even like, why would you even stay with him? And I was like, he was so, he was very charismatic. Um, But even more than that, he was very adventurous. Mm. He always tried new things. He always wanted to learn new things. So that was something I had never had in a relationship of just like fun. Like, so we tried a lot. We tried a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Some great, some not so great. Um, <laughs> but I learned a lot and I would never change that relationship because in my mind and how I feel is the moment that I wiped the blood off my lip, I became a woman. Mm. And it was that moment where I was like, never, ever again will someone treat me this way. And oh, yeah, <laughs> ever. <laughs> and um. While it sucks that it happened, on the flip side, I made it out. Some people don't, and that's super, super sad. And, like, I now have a standard in my relationships that's, like, I can spot that a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, whether that person is in like a red flag. It's such a red flag, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, and, like not to say anything about someone they met but like I could meet someone and within five minutes be like oh nope like, <laughs> no, no thank you <laughs> totally. yeah so that was a huge change and I will say between that and between landmark my capacity for being unconditionally loved changed like what that actually looked like. I had actually a really good um, 
guy friend who yes was just a friend but right after that relationship uh we hung out all the time and I adored him and he adored me and I will say at like 23 I was a little confused about what that meant (laughs) but we like didn't do anything and we weren't we didn't date we didn't whatever we just had a similar friend group but it was really nice to experience a male that like genuinely loved me Mm -hmm. without needing anything from me or without a contract without platonic yeah being yeah yeah like that was a beautiful experience I'm very grateful for that so that was two (laughs) and then three I would say was when I quit hair Mm. yeah I think that um between um between a relationship and between it working in a career that I loved I think this is the hard part is all of the things that I'm pointing to minus the running the drugs thing I don't know about that but like there was an idea of what I wanted mm-hmm. and I was so attached to the idea of what I wanted. I took things like further than I needed to. And here was one of those. I loved it. And I'm, I don't regret it for a second. Like it worked really well with my ADHD. <laughs> I met a lot of amazing humans I've got to have wonderful experiences. Um, a lot of the people that I had hair with, like, are still my family to this day. Um, and I'll forever stay connected. It really was a beautiful career. Um, and being around chemicals day in and day out for 10 years of my life, my body, and I won't say I was as conscious or careful as you can be. I think you can be in the hair industry and be way more aware um and I think 11 years of that really like wore down on my body and um on top of that I don't have a strong it's maturing but I don't have a strong emotional field (laughs) and so when you're around people 12 hours a day five days a week 10 years I mean, genuinely, I could probably count on one hand the days I either didn't come into work or like, you know, I took vacations. Don't don't get me wrong. But like when I had people scheduled, I showed up. And so um, one day I had been having health issues for a few years. And um, there's a number of things and discoveries that I put into that with blood work and um gut testing and like all kinds of things and then finally I was so fed up because I'd spent years testing my body and being like yeah I remember you're like what the hell figure out what, what was going on mm-hmm. yeah what the hell <laughs> yeah it is I what have you to say it to me body <laughs> like it's yeah I want to speak and like you, I'm sure you can speak to this too, for a lot of women, especially, I think men can also have this, but for a lot of women, especially something's going on in your body, you know, something's going on, listen to it. Yes. The frustrating part of this is if you- Whispers and then become screams, right? That's like the whole thing. It will take you out. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. just fucking take you out, those whispers. And I'm not good at that universe has to scream at me sometimes that's my personality you're getting I'm better just, though you're improving. i'm getting better <laughs> <laughs> it's true um but i want to acknowledge that like for a lot of women and a lot of now that i've kind of started to like on on this journey especially before but even to this day like it's it's a journey and it's ever evolving and you hit a point where you're like, oh, I figured out the thing. And then it's great to adjust that thing, but allow your body time to adjust to that thing. And then there might be more. <laughs> so it can get frustrating to go through all of these tests and spend all of this money and go to all of these doctors and which I know, you know, 
And to continue that journey on and on and on, like I'm still healing. And I've done self-development journey. (laughs) Yes. I started self-development when I was well, right after that relationship, actually. (laughs) Um, but like really, I didn't realize. So that's is that when you got into landmark then? Was after that relationship? Uh a year after that relationship ended, I moved to San Diego. So that was in LA. I lived in LA for another year or so, moved to San Diego. And when I moved to San Diego at 20, I think it was 23 is when I started Landmark. Hmm. Yeah. Because the owners of the salon that I was in participated and then they introduced me into that. Um, and then from there it's been something ever since. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like mentally and energetically, like that healing has been happening for what am I 35 so 12 years like it's been 12 years of like that's mental and energetic healing which is ultimately a never-ending which I've learned and then it's probably been mm, wow it's probably been like six six years of like genuinely looking into like my personal health Mm like physical health on the body Um, physical body yeah yeah and i would like to point out that while your mental can impact a lot of things sometimes it is actually just physical (laughs) you may be eating something that's not good for you like your body genuinely might be having a reaction i think up until um detoxing who knows what was in your body right who knows fyi like i tried detoxes so many times i even officially... got the infrared sauna and all the oh listen if you do anything the infrared sauna is like infrared sauna and um the wim hof breathing and cold plunging oh. were the two things that instantaneously made me feel better mm. um but what i will say is that um Hormones are a huge thing for women in particular. I did not know that my testosterone was low. And I would have never thought that because I thought only boys needed testosterone and I'm not trying to be a man. So (laughs) like, (laughs) I I need to have low testosterone, but (laughs) I mean a woman, um, So I found, yeah, I found out that my testosterone was really, really low. Now, there's a number of things, again, that you can do to naturally boost that. And there's, it's an ever-evolving process. So, for example, if I, I think what's the normal range for a woman? I can't quite remember. It's like between 50 and 100, maybe. No, I was like, maybe. I was just going to look it up. But yeah, I have no yeah. idea. I'd- Look it up. I can't remember. 15 to 70. And whatever the measurement is, NGDL. I don't even know what that measurement is. I'd have to like look. I think that it's actually a little more than that. And I don't know if that's in conjunction with other things or if the measurement's different. Yeah. But I will say is if i at my lowest i'm at like 10 Mm. and it ladies if you're feeling hormonal and crying for no freaking reason and you feel anxiety in your body and you're exhausted and you are genuinely like for me i was like i need to think my way out of it everything's fine my life is wonderful but you cannot control those emotions it might be something to check out and I'm not saying you need to go get testosterone therapy. They will throw it at you easily, but I will say it completely. I couldn't work out. I couldn't do cardio because if I did any kind of cardio that raised my heart rate, I would feel like I was sick for three or four days after. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, you know, I went to boxing classes oh, I know. I to know. run 5Ks and yeah. like all kinds of things. And it was also the other thing about, um, I used to, like, I'd go on cleanses for like three months and eat perfectly. Uh, Joanna, 
put me on cleanses and like I would eat genuinely not put one bite of sugar in my mouth, not one bite of processed food. I would do only organic. I would take all of the supplements, all of the things and not lose a single pound. Yeah, you fact, did isogenics, I, I remember like several times. <laughs> several times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So just checking your hormones, but all that to say there became a day uh, where I was so pissed off and I finally was like, body, what the fuck do you need? And clear as day. Hey, Joanna. Un poco más. Sí, gracias. <laughs> um, there came a day when it was like, you know, some people, this is the voice of God, <laughs> was like, quit hair. Wow. It was that clear. It was that done. And and it was one of those moments when you hear it and you know. You're like, okay, I hear you. I got it. I can't argue. Like, you can't even argue with that voice at that point. You're like, uh, got it. Okay. Yeah, all this, right. That's what's happening. This is what this is what we're doing. And I think at that point it was. I want to say it was like June of whatever year that was. That was like 2021. It was after the pandemic for sure. Yeah. June of 2021. And the second I put a date, I was like, all right, I need to at the minimum work through September. I was like, all right, but September 1st, I'm going to be done with hair. And the second I did like, if, like the physiology of my body fucking changed now i'm not gonna say i still haven't had to work on things and i uh the second i got testosterone that was a game changer for me and like my energy levels and how i feel but it's fascinating those like little moments of change oh un poco. <laughs> um those little moments of change that like you're like oh that was a game changer that's amazing and I don't but here and what's interesting about that is like I don't know that I would have left hair if my body didn't fail me <laughs> yeah your body literally at that point was screaming at you yeah exactly so I am kind of that that person that the universe needs to scream at because I love what I do so much and I love people so much and like even to this day like moving to Columbia I'm like I'm learning that a little bit of separation is good I just have to like force myself to separate Mm -hmm. and like I'll move to a different country where I don't know anybody to say no (laughs) (laughs) totally yeah I mean that's I mean literally I mean it's all about mind body spirit right and so much of what you just shared is truly an evolution of your mind, body, spirit. Yeah. And really just seeing like what challenges you had to go through is again, similarly, I used to be like, you had to scream at me. Like my body had to scream for me to like, wake the fuck up. Whereas now I'm very in tune. There's times, no joke where it's like, my body's like, no, you can't play volleyball tomorrow. Like, no, do not play. And I like my insides are like, like I just know I had the total FOMO Halloween because I was already had played like three days in a row and it would have been like five days if I was was going to play Halloween night. And yeah. somehow it worked out where I just I had to go somewhere out of the blue and I just couldn't make it. And everything inside me was a no. And but like like obviously I wanted to play and I was like, you know what? My body just didn't want to make it happen. So all the shit got in the way. And so it, it's the same, similar, right? It's just more listening to those no's and following through because otherwise the consequence is not worth it sometimes. <laughs> Most Ain't times. It? Most times it's not. No. And what I think that's interesting, and I love that your mind, body, and spirit, because I think what we learned a lot of was of in mind in landmark right and like learning to understand our thoughts and the way our thoughts our bodies and maybe body and spirit you'll have to kind of like tell me what the difference you feel like is between those two but 
we've had a lot of conversations. We do book clubs with my family around typically around relationships, but around masculine and feminine specifically. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's like masculine feminine energy. I would see that as like more spirit. Yeah. Anything with energy. I see as like spirit, right? Intuition. Yes. I see as spirit. Cause it's yes. that right. Comes to you in you, whatever that looks like. I do believe like our body has its own intelligence though. And it mm-hmm. speaks to us with physical symptoms. thank you for saying that now I don't know that what's interesting to me and like what I'm like kind of out to discover right now is like I don't know if it's because women are allowed to be more in tune with their emotions that I find that women and gosh there's so many threads we could go down with this yeah like I was telling my brother-in-law we were talking about feminine and masculine and masculine by societal standards tends to value the logic beautiful things you can prove in this realm love that 3d order yes which i also love that i'm i very much operate well the balance right it's so yeah the balance of the two Mm -hmm. but i told him i was like what's interesting is i also know that I could be walking down the street. Now, this may operate because I'm a woman, but like I could be walking down the street and there could be 10 guys. On one, on one time, I couldn't care less. And on another time, like something goes, nope, abort, abort mission, get out there, get out of there. Like, Uh and that's happened to me so many times in my life. I'm like, that that innate feeling and that's where I think that we have I believe in science that's what makes sense to me I also think there are things in science that we just don't understand yet which is discovered yeah there's so much we haven't discovered heard yes the more I learn the more I'm like I know nothing (laughs) we know shit we don't know shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly so I love so for you, uh, out of curiosity, uh-huh. I think I understand the difference between mind, but like body and spirit, body and spirit, <laughs> you can like edit that out. <laughs> yeah. What, what are the differences there for you or are those one and the same? Yeah. For me, they're different for me. Like, like emotions are part of the body mm-hmm. where like when you feel the emotions, it's your body feeling them. Now our thoughts is from the mind, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you have a thought that creates an emotion inside of the body. Mm-hmm. And then that emotion and that feeling ends up having an energy, which then becomes spirit. So that's how I see it as it's all connected. So it all impacts one another. Yeah. That's why all three are so important to be balanced. And in terms of, yes, like intuition is more feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And so that's why women do tend to have a bit more mastery around intuition once they and they can get it quicker now yeah there are men that have more feminine energy and i've noticed they catch on a lot quicker but Mm -hmm. there's massive like more again there's a balance right everyone has feminine and masculine energy what's interesting is remember hakobo like uh the the guy that i used to do the guided meditations with he's the shaman yeah yes So he, ever since he told me this, it's like always been in my mind where he was like, you can tell by someone's tone, the way that they speak, whether they have more masculine energy or feminine energy where, yeah, mm-hmm. now this is the interesting with me. I notice like when I do these podcasts, when I'm uh, talking, even public speaking, client sessions, all that, I, my, my tone is higher pitched. So it's more feminine energy. Now, when I'm working out, playing volleyball, oh, girl, <laughs> it's way <not very> different. <laughs> it's like a lot. Yeah, it's like a lower pitch. It's like I scream, I curse, I yell. And it's like. Oh, yeah. That's me at sporting events, like football. When I go to a football game. Right. Like, so it's people are like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you, right? Oh, yeah. I get told. I'm like, yeah, we can hear you from like the parking lot. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> But so like, that's what I noticed. Like Ashkan has a very masculine, deep voice and he's definitely very much masculine energy. Although when he tunes in, 
you'll actually be able to sense his intuition. And he sometimes says, like, he'll say, yeah. like, oh, my intuition said this or whatnot, which is awesome because, you know, very skeptic. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> he's definitely learning. Um, yeah. And I mean, he's the one that introduced me to like Wayne Dyer and some of these things himself. So it's not like he didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. He was definitely, he had his own path of law of attraction. But so, yeah, so that's what I see. That's how I see it differently. And I also see the physical body will actually show symptoms. Like, like I was saying, the physical symptoms become messages of the energy that we're holding onto that may be trapped within the body based on some subconscious belief, limiting belief or trauma that we had. Who knows yeah. what? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that there's, it's been interesting because speaking to masculine and feminine, I think if you are a single woman, there, especially in the world that we live in, there are certain masculine traits you have to adopt yep. to be successful and embrace. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there's, by the way, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Oh, and wrong. I think what I've learned for myself purely is I actually think that I'm more based in feminine. I just wear masculine well. <laughs> because I I've been girl, trust me, I yeah. get it. <laughs> because I've been trained to, and it's brought it's a society certain has though. Society reward has been rewarded. I mean, things are shifting, but society yeah. has rewarded masculine productivity. Do 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 right. All this stuff has been rewarded so much more than any feminine energy, right? So, that's part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is a certain aspect of, um, it's so funny because masculine and feminine, like the whole like dynamic of that, like I love it. And I love digging into like, like for me right now, I'm really enjoying dark feminine, which has traces of masculine in it, but like doesn't you can be strong feminine without being masculine. And what does that mean? And that might mean different things for different people mm-hmm. which I super love but it's interesting that for a lot of my life because I adopted masculine traits to be successful and I have been thankfully like and I and I love that like I love that I can take on those traits if I need to to accomplish something that I want it's probably why I have all of the confidence that I can move to Colombia. <laughs> Oh, totally. Absolutely. Not by myself, but like by myself and have an apartment down here in a country that I've never been to. I don't know Spanish well. well you will by the end of this. <laughs> I will. I love it. And that and that takes a certain level of masculinity. And I actually really love that. And I wouldn't like how this all came up was like you mentioned, like, I think my body is not that's not its natural way of being (laughs) and so I'm learning okay what is it like to be feminine and find that balance for where I'm at my life because I am single I don't have my masculine counterpart so there's a certain aspect of having to embrace both of those for my own personal life it's why I dated women more than likely is because I could step into the masculine very easily um and also why I don't know that I'll date women again, because I love them. And like, I don't want to be the masculine in a relationship. Um, not that I can't, you know, have my moments as you all have like those like fluctuations. But your body will tell you mm-hmm. now when it's like, no, 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 not that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I love it. So would you say lots of gifts have come out of all these different awakenings for you? Of course. Like, I would challenge anyone to look at the darkest of the darkest places in their life. And it's not a justification. I don't know why it's making me tear up. <laughs> um. It is not a justification to what happened to you. It genuinely is not. And it's not an invitation for it to happen again. 
But to be able to look at those points in your life where it was the worst and you were at your worst or something that was happening to you was horrible, there is a gift. And that's not to gaslight yourself. But I think that you could find a gift in each of those moments. And multiple gifts at times, even. Multiple gifts. Right. Multiple. Like the worst relationships of my life have yielded a lot of things that I've had to work through. I'm not discounting that, but they've also yielded a lot of strength in who I am and what I will tolerate so that I know the next relationships that show up in my life are going to be phenomenal. And so, they, like, I, I always say, the greater the pain and struggle, the greater the gain and gratitude. Absolutely. Through the struggle where you discover the biggest gifts, it truly is yeah. the toughest of struggles. The toughest of struggles. Like even something as simple, I think that this is what's really great about our body and physiology, cold plunging. Nobody <laughs> loves that. <laughs> No, yeah, I've done it once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is a tough one for me." I know how good it is for me. <laughs> yeah, not fun. But the way your body interacts with cold plunging and why it's so good for you is because it causes stress to the body, and your body then learns how to deal with the stress better, so that I mean, we're not getting chased by tigers or lions anymore. <laughs> But when stress comes up in your life, your physical body actually handles it better because it's already has the training for it. And so it's like, it's a good reminder that even the stressful things that we go through in life, like those, it's almost like training us to be able to handle the harder things in life. And again, that's not an invitation for the harder things in life to always be around. (laughs) But or not to always be in it either, because when you're in it for too long, that's when the immune system shuts down. So that's exactly I have heard with cold plunges and I don't I don't know if you have too, but it also causes the bodies to your body to like create a bunch of stem cells. Have you heard that? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought, right? Like that's a big part of it is like a bunch of stem cells all of a sudden. Healing stem cells versus aging. Like it's, it is unfortunately one of those things that who knows, we'll find out in like 20 years. We're like, okay, people overdid it. Um, (laughs) It's always that in moderation, people, everything in moderation. But yes, it is actually one of the few things that basically extreme heat and extreme cold to your body actually help your body um reverse age and deal with stress and yeah inflammation in the body like sims up the whole thing <laughs> wow, awesome i definitely i always say i'm like i gotta do this more <laughs> yeah oh my gosh whenever i find like my place my place that i like settle in at it's gonna be uh, a cold pool It'll be an infrared sauna. Yes. And it'll probably be either like yoga or Pilates. Mm. And then salsa dancing. No, oh, yes. Oh my God. I know. I'm looking at videos of all the dancing. It's also dancing's the best. I they find things that like mobility are like so important. I do love strength training, but if you're not pairing yep. it with mobility, then so again, right? Talking about masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I notice when I'm playing a lot of volleyball, it's definitely masculine energy, strength training, masculine energy. And whereas dance and movement, yoga, all that is feminine energy. So I sometimes yearn. I'm like, oh, I just need dance in my life right now. And it just feels (laughs) so different. Yeah. And some people are just not into it. They're like, "Mm, not that. And I was like, oh, all right. No feminine. That's cool. Like just move your body (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. I swear. Um, pointers for the men out there: learn how to lead in dancing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and then love it. 
Oh my gosh, Kat. Well, do you believe you have embraced life as a healing journey? Oh yeah. And it's a journey, right? It's a never ending. Always. Growth. Yeah. There's always and something. There's always there's something. Always, oh, oh, that's a little oh. right. <laughs> I even think even, you know, after the day we transition, there's always that next level. So that's it. Yes. You're not fixing yourself. You're just healing another layer. <laughs> and I think that that's a really hard thing for us all as humans to like acknowledge which is there's really nothing to fix like there's nothing wrong with you as a human being and here are some tools and there's access to different things to have the life that you ultimately want and I think that when you start the journey you just look at all of the things to fix and all of the things wrong yeah. with you. We both did that. Oh, like, God. Why am I not having this? <gasps> I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, and I'm like, why, why am I not getting there? And then finally, I'm like, oh, it's just another layer. Yeah. Layers. <laughs> the perfect part of life. And I think also part of this is like maturity is like when you can like allow yourself to be human and yeah. be like, yeah. I'm feeling petty as fuck today and I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go like a post that I shouldn't. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow myself to just be human for a moment. Now, listen, everything totally. is y'all and like, and be like, okay, like we want to be better. We want to learn. We want to grow and we want to be at most times the best versions of ourselves that we Absolutely. can. I say 80% or more of the time not 100 percent, and then leave room for yourself to be human feel your emotions i literally you should have seen me i i was telling all my volleyball girls i'm like i got my cycle five days early five freaking days early i'm like are you fucking kidding me you should have seen i was like crying punching pillows i'm like this is bullshit this is unfair because I thought that I would have like my whole fertility cycle was going to get all messed up because I'm now I'm going yeah. to Mexico turned out that it was my body like literally saving my ass because had I gotten it when I was supposed to get it I wouldn't have been able to get the blood work done how crazy is that isn't that wild so it's like you never know when something happens like what the gift is in it and for me I was just like why and then like literally I was like oh damn this is why yeah. I thank you body instead of being like all mad at my body I'm like I love you body thank you <laughs> Can I tell you one more story? Yeah, please. I think I've told you this story. So my ex who like was the person that I thought I was going to spend my life with, right? And he is amazing. I have nothing bad to say about this man. He genuinely was a, he was a counterpart to my feminine and it was like beautiful. And like what was fascinating was we were on the same page about everything except for kids. Mm. Now for me, I don't know that I have to have kids, but I don't know that I want to take that off the table either. And I was not great about knowing how to explain that to who I was dating. Right. I was like, Oh, I'm 50, 50. Ooh, you know? And for him, like he never wanted kids before meeting me and I think because we were in a new relationship like the possibility was there uh, in no way shape or form do I think that he lied I just think that he was like oh well I met this person right we click really well this works um we uh he had asked me to move in and I was traveling a ton and on this trip that him and I took together when we were like, let's talk about all the things. Like we'd already talked about everything, but like, let's just revisit, make sure that we're on the same page before we like merge our lives together. And the one thing that came up was like marriage, there'd be a little bit of compromise on like a wedding, not marriage, but like a wedding. (laughs) And then we were on the same page about pretty much everything else. And then when it came to a kid, he was like, yeah, I don't want to have kids. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I thought you were open to it. Like, there's conversations we've had about it, whatever. And it occurred to me after this, and we did end up breaking up. And I think it was for the right decision. 
However, what was fascinating about this was a month prior, I had gone out of town. I hadn't really seen him a lot. And so there was a little bit of tension around that, but I missed my period, like outright missed it, which has actually never happened to me. I've never been super consistent, but I've never just skipped a period, completely skipped it. And I knew I wasn't pregnant due to like timing and all of that (laughs) and knowing my body. I was like, "Mm, no, something else. There must be stress, must be something else hormonally going on. And um, it occurred to me that he was stressed out about that. And so I I did go get a test Mm -hmm. for his sake. And again, like I didn't even think twice about it, but it was one of those moments that like, I I wonder to this day now, I'm sure we would have met the same conclusion at some point, but my body said, let's test this theory. Right. Totally. It skipped a period. Intelligence of the body. A month. And this was two weeks after he asked me to move in. (laughs) I didn't realize that. You had shared the story with me, but that's crazy. Yeah. Right. And this is where I'm like, okay, all right, Bonnie, mm-hmm. I got, you. I see yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And so it was there's some problem. physical symptoms, right? Yeah. That's how the body communicates to us. And it had nothing to do with logic. Like it had oh, nothing to do no. with even what he was probably thinking about, right? Like it was like a moment where we both had to acknowledge, oh, if we found ourselves in this situation. And I, and for me, that was a huge learning point for me because I finally realized, okay, well, I'm at the age that if I found myself in that situation, partner or not, like I think that I would continue down that path. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I think for him, there was a lot of confrontation. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something that was a big learning thing for both him and for me. Yeah. Um, faced with it, like the reality of it body said talk is you know talk is talk when when it like actually like i said about the action right so when the act something actually happened that's it's hard in relationships though because i think that you you say what you mean Mm -hmm. a lot of people say what they think they Mm -hmm. mean what they and it's they not, would do or how right? they would be and then it's like and then it happens and you're like oh shit <laughs> God. yeah and I think that that's I think that's a good I think it's good to keep in mind I don't know how you feel about that in marriage at this point but like especially for people who are dating mm-hmm. like you can't I mean you can be mad at them if you want to <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you can't be mad at people for saying what they what they think they want because it's probably true that they think they want that. Yeah. And until you're really faced with it, until it really comes down to it, their body ultimately is going to be the thing that tells them. And some people are better at ignoring their body than others. <laughs> um, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, and I think for men, this would be an interesting an interesting like a uh, dialogue with a man around like I think they have a different capacity to push through things and sometimes oh yeah I, I I agree because they'll ignore it yeah or it just won't be as loud for them it might not be it's not as loud he, this must have been like in his face loud and maybe yeah. that's what he needed for him to also realize like am I gonna go this way or not right yeah. gosh I feel like we can talk about so many things but oh my gosh I think we're I know <laughs> It's like that was dark as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, oh my, I am so grateful and really thank you for being a guest on Life Is a Healing Journey podcast. Love you. I love you so much. I miss you, and I really do look forward to coming to Colombia. <laughs> you have to come whenever you want. Like genuinely, um, my home is always open for you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to say? Last last two cents or whatnot I mean, you said a lot of great things but i've said a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> um hmm, let me like just check 
I think the main thing that I wish for all humans, whether you're male or female, is that you begin to really listen to yourself and that whatever comes up, and it might be a trauma and it might be your humanness, but it might also be spirit and it might also be your body telling you what you're what you need. Like listen to that thing. And it's not so much that you always have to follow what that says in a particular moment, but listen because it's true. So even if your body is like, I don't want to do that because of some trauma in my past, acknowledge that and be okay with it. Now, you might still have to make some, take some actions that go against it, but let, like, let yourself know that you hear it um, because that's your own truth and there's literally no one else in the world that can tell you what that truth is. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. And to add, if there is that trauma, yeah. if you want to heal it, seek mm -hmm. options to do so. Yes. Find ways Absolutely. to heal it. Absolutely. And it can look however that works for you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Gosh, like there's so many options out there. I think that the most common are like therapy and, mm -hmm. but there's, different so there's so many different kinds of like self-development and like i get that these words are catchy but like yeah step there's into so it much out there i mean even like me right with psyche so if you're ever open to that, right change your subconscious mind but there's Just try the things so much yeah why not that's what we're here for and keep trying heal 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 yeah <laughs> and keep trying until you find the thing that you feel like works for you. And guess what? That's going to work for you for a minute. And then you're probably going to have to find something new <laughs> for it's a different layer. Evolving. We're always evolving. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, thank you. Love you so much. Love Thanks, you. everybody. And subscribe to not miss next week's episode, Focus on the Mind. Thank you for listening to Life is a Healing Journey podcast. You are here to peel and heal one layer at a time, to live your life to the fullest in the face of any circumstance, while embracing a life filled with love, joy, and peace. If you are in disharmony in any area of your life and truly desire to be in harmony, and committed to elevating your health and well-being, I'm one click away. Find me at healingwithanushka.com. And remember, that's Anushka with a C. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones. Get your healing on. Until next time.